We're on a thousand planets and spreading out. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! To the back of the May the force be with you. Who is that mask man? Avengers, assemble! Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Fantastic Forum. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. Some genre-related news before we get to today's discussion. So last weekend marked the 100th anniversary of the first appearance of Felix the Cat. Paramount released Feline Follies, produced by Pat Sullivan and animated by Otto Messmer on November 9th, 1919. The character was initially called Master Tom, but was renamed Felix by the third installment. And Felix the Cat is credited with starting a craze for funny, mutable animals that has persisted to this day. Now, of course, I should have realized uh, all of this last week, but hey, didn't find out until after we'd been on the air. Get your first look at Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Black Adam on the Fantastic Forum Facebook page. This week, DC released a concept art design by Jim Lee and Boss Logic depicting the character. The movie is currently slated to go into production mid-2020 for a December 2021 release. More information as it becomes available. And there are a series of new teaser trailers for the upcoming CW crossover event, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Check out facebook.com backslash fantastic forum. And while you're there, if you haven't already, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We love to be liked and we like to be followed. And some sad news from the world of comic books this week is noted comics journalist Tom Spurgeon passed away on Wednesday. Uh, Spurgeon served as the editor of the Comics Journal and was the founder of the Comics Reporter website. He collaborated on the comic strip Wild World with Dan Wright. He was also the author and co-author of several books including the Stan Lee biography Stan Lee and the Rise and Fall of the American Comic Book. Cause of death is not yet known. Spurgeon was 50 years old. And, of course, this week was the uh, premiere of uh, Disney Plus. Now, of course, Disney Plus, Disney Plus is the streaming service for, (laughs) is the streaming service for Walt Disney. And that launched this week uh, to... Uh, some confusion and uh, also uh, some uh, gee I, I, I don't even know I, I don't even know how to how to call it anyway but we'll be talking about that and a uh, number of other things here on today's show and uh, so once I get everybody seated come on Emily come on in close the door Roberto <laughs> as a rule don't you open the door <laughs> if we're on the air. <laughs> I shouldn't have to be telling you any of this on the air. All right? I appreciate you taking it on yourself to do this stuff, but don't! <laughs> okay? <laughs> Goodness gracious. And Emily, shame on you for being late. 
which of course created the whole freaking problem in the first place. Anyway, look, <laughs> uh, I am joined this week by uh, a trio of fantastic Ooh. panelists. Uh, of course, uh, the uh, ever redoubtable Drew Bittner. We have Roberto Ortiz, and uh, despite the fact that. She is consistently uh, never here when the show airs. Emily oh. Witten, welcome to the show. Well, she's not. Oh <laughs> Emily ain't never here when the show starts. Can you guys hear me? Are we all good? I can hear you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, 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 I have a good excuse. I was finishing The Mandalorian. True fact. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not a good excuse. Oh. Anyway, sad. look. Sorry, hey, guys. Hey, hey, but we are very happy to have you. Nevertheless, and uh, you know, because of course, there's always something that you've got going, and uh, no, really, and uh, you know, I'm just happy that you were able to kind of carve time out. You know, I, really, all of you guys, because you know, you guys are you're all busy, you're doing stuff, you're active, you're involved. It's That's a sweet. wonderful thing, and so uh, taking time to be able to carve out for this show is uh, always a wonderful thing. Anyway, uh, look. <laughs> Before we really get into it, um, I, I want to just get you guys' opinion on something. So, I was having a conversation with my kid uh, yesterday evening, and uh, he seems convinced that there is a... And, and there's been a lot of scuttlebutt about this for some time, actually. So, um, he seems convinced that there is a, a Snyder Cut of Justice League. Oh, God. And he God, said God. that there's been a lot of stuff what? on Twitter oh, about Lord. this. Yeah, no. yeah. And, uh, you know, he's like, Dad, but there's just so much stuff. There's, I said, look, okay, here's the thing. I said, I, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, and, and, of course, there was a horrible tragedy involved because yes. mm. uh, uh, the Snyder's daughter uh, took her own life uh, while that movie happened to have been in production. If I'm not mistaken, in terms of where they were in the production. Um, I want to say that they were either close to the conclusion of pen principal photography or in the middle of doing some reshoots. He hadn't actually gotten to the post-production phase on that movie. So, um, and I'm going to have to uh, see who I might be able to ask because, of course, no there do seem to be some thing. DC Comics uh, luminaries uh, who, who can you know give the, the scoop on this. But what I was telling the kid was... Uh, it's highly unlikely that, I mean, there may be a rough cut of sorts, but it is highly unlikely that there is any cohesive sort of cut of Justice League that this guy did. Now, there's plenty of material. In fact, I was telling Yuli that uh, it's likely, I mean, because there's a bunch of stuff that we saw even in previews that did not make it into the cut, the theatrical cut. Okay. So, and of course, the upcoming Rise of Skywalker includes uh, previously unseen footage of Carrie Fisher, which um, had been, as I understand, uh, a combination of stuff from The Force Awakens and from... Um, Last Jedi. What was that second movie? Last, no, Jedi. Last Jedi. Last Jedi, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, but there was enough footage that hadn't been shown that they were able to include that stuff, you know? So, uh, all that to say that um, just because you see stuff and, hey, you know, the stuff on Twitter uh, does not necessarily mean that, um, you know, there's an actual cut. Anyway, I'd like to get you all's opinion on that. What do you think? Roberto? 
Well, you uh, seem somebody to be particularly would, opinionated yeah, on that. because it's pure nonsense. Uh, as somebody who basically knows more than I should about how the post-production process works on these movies, they usually are working on the visual effects up to days before the deadline because of the digital distribution of most of the files now. So that means that by the time principal photography was done, yeah, they may have an idea how some of the scenes were gonna be done, but no post-production had been done, no color correction had been done. Maybe they started doing the digital intermediary if they were working on uh, in a film, uh, basically working on film. So no, the, he may have done a cut without the visual effects that he was showing to basically the people in Warner Brothers, but that doesn't mean that there's a Snyder cut. Um, and let's be frank, I, I hate it with a passion of a thousand sons, uh, Batman versus Superman. So, wow. yeah, the I don't do. mince words, well, Roberto. Tell us what you really felt. <laughs> because I hate what they did with Superman in both Man of Steel and this. This is why we're friends. <laughs> because I do too. I really do. I, I, it's talk about being tone deaf about understanding the character. And oh, the yeah. same with Batman. It's like, wait a minute, Batman doesn't kill. Well, Batman killed a lot of people. Yeah, in there, I'll, I'll I'll jump in on this and and back up Roberto. Um, the the best we're ever likely to get as far as a quote unquote Snyder cut would be something like they did with the Richard Donner cut of yes. Superman two, where we'd we'd see um, raw footage, we'd see unfinished if any effects. There, there would not be much if any sound looping. No, no sound effects, none of this. We would see probably storyboards patching together where things had not been filmed or not completed or they didn't like the take that they had. So we're, we're not going to see a nope. Snyder cut that is an actual movie in any sense of the word. We'd probably see the equivalent of a work print or a work in progress that people could point to and say, oh, that's what Snyder was going to do. That's how we would have had the story turn out. But you know, it won't be a finished movie. Yeah, the other thing I'd like to point out about the particular example that you used, uh, because Superman and Superman 2 were both largely shot together. Yes. Mm -hmm. And of course, Richard Lester came in later and picked up Superman 2 because they had to make a lot of changes. Uh, I understand notably because... Uh, the uh, Marlon Brando wanted more money, <laughs> and so ultimately they didn't use anything uh, that had him. Uh, and and for, uh, some of this stuff, if you're interested, you can find on YouTube. And some of the stuff is pretty good. I wish that they had uh, stuck with that as opposed to, as the keeper of the archives of Krypton, Kalel, I as your mother, you know, will step up and do this part, you know. But hey, Susanna York is a great actress, and uh, it was it was wonderful what she did. But but all that to say, though, the um, uh, the producers of that particular film. Uh, had a track record of uh, shooting the uh, initial film and the sequel film, and they had done that with um, the Musketeers. Three Musketeers, yes, exactly. and they stiffed yeah. the actors and on that one because they were paid oh. for one movie. <laughs> that's that's the racket they were they running. They were notoriously cheap, were, not, yeah. were they not? So, Ilya yeah, and I Alexander Salakad, yes. Yeah. You know. oh, yeah. But, mm. but Yuli, um, going back to your question about the Snyder Cut, oh, yes. I would like to weigh in on the fact that I have no opinion as to whether there is one, but if there was an imaginary <laughs> Snyder Cut, I know what it would be, and it would yeah. be Superman sitting on a rock looking sad with a rain cloud over 
over his head and possibly lightning. Because Zack Snyder, as I've said before, no disrespect to his personal life, mm. is the Eeyore of comic book movie making. <laughs> wow. And so oh, it yeah. would be even more depressing and weird and dark. And I, I so think, I'm okay yeah. with the fact I that there might not be a Snyder I cut. I think that's the mm. best negative blurb I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emily he, he is made... nothing if she is not incredibly diplomatic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's a harsh diss, but okay, but fair enough. Just, well, Nobody wants to be the hero of comic book movie making, <laughs> yeah. right? No, and I actually, I, I think it, it's, it's beautiful because that's going to be a clip that I'm able to pull. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's the first time I've said it on this show, but you call whatever you want to pull. The thing is that yeah. he, mm. this guy has uh, an obsession with Anne Ryan. And he seriously mm. does. If you see it from that point of view, the version of Superman that he's presenting on screen makes sense because he is the the Superman according to Anne Ryan. But, but the nobody problem, asked for that. Exactly, <laughs> because it's not the Superman created by two Jewish boys in the 1930s as a mm -hmm. response to that nonsense that was being pushed by the Nazis. Oh, yeah. the oh you mean it's not actually Superman? No, it's not. <laughs> Superman is the yeah. opposite. They, what makes Superman super? It's, it's like like the voice is demonstrated quite well. You can have somebody with all the powers of Superman, but what makes Superman Superman is his humanity. Mm -hmm. That's the core mm -hmm. value mm -hmm. of the character. Yeah. He's, he's not the Nietzschean overman. No, he is the not. Siegel Schuster Superman. It's like a, a person mm -hmm. who is aggressively decent, and he will always do the right thing no matter what. That's why he is Superman. And and mm -hmm. that's and that's what and that's what Whedon tried to get back to in yeah. Justice League. He really tried, but I think at that point you're 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 in the third movie with this character Jeez. and bad characterization up to that point. And I think at this point, you know, Warner Brothers DC would just be better off letting it lie it's, for a couple of years. It's kind of like, you know, you made your bed and you lie in it. This is like yeah. you dug your burial grave and now you have to yep. get down in it and get covered up with all that dirt because they just they made this the first movie is so not correct. Not, yeah. And I don't mean correct like it has to be my version of Superman, but what you guys were saying, like, you know, Superman wasn't Superman in any recognizable way except for the, you know, the iconography and the general life details. But the personality, the humanity was not there. Kyle would be upset with him. It's like, wait, you're sad because they don't respect you? What the heck's wrong with right? you? Uh, Plus, P.S., Henry Cavill could have done a good job. Yes, okay? he could I will have. say, it's not his it, fault. Was, it was he the script. It was not yeah, him. It's not his He's fault. a really good actor, and I think he could have been a really good Superman if they had let him be one. So yeah. And there are flashes of that in, in Justice League. There mm -hmm. are flashes of Superman he could have been. Oh, yeah, there's a little bit that comes out. Like, it, it got better, but it's, like, kind of like, you know, Monty Python. It got better. He's still, yeah. like, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> comes out that and standing in a crowd of people trying to stone a witch. You know, I mean, yeah. come on. It's not exactly. that much better. Yeah. But how come they got Wonder Woman and Aquaman right? You know, I because they were they were maybe because they were less um, done, and so they didn't have to try and reinvent a way to do them and try to be different. I mean, I don't know why they did better maybe on those, but maybe because like you had all this Superman history, and maybe people want to come in and make their mark and make mm. it their thing, and so to do that, they do not Superman. I, 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 the thing is, I had I people Iconography, online. great word. You're listening to Fantastic Forum on WERA 96.7 FM. Radio Arlington, I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined in studio today 
by Drew Bittner, Hello. Roberto Ortiz, Hi. and Emily Witten. What's up? I'm another and, uh, we're, we're, back. Uh, we're currently beating the dead horse that is Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's <laughs> Justice League. Uh, I, I had led with uh, the whole notion of the existence of a Snyder Cut. One thing that I want to say about this is, um, I, I well, I definitely don't think that there is, for all the reasons that you guys mentioned. Um, I also, and again, again, just because of where they were in the production when Snyder stepped away. The other thing is, given when this movie came out and all the, uh, the, the, the incessant chatter about the possibility of this thing, I, I definitely think if such a cut existed, Warner Brothers would have released it by now. This yes. movie didn't do yeah. well at nope. the box office by any mm -hmm. stretch of the imagination, by any measurement in film. And if they could recoup any of their losses, <laughs> they'd have this thing out, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, and, and aside from that, it would have leaked somehow. There mm -hmm. would, you know, we yeah. all attend conventions. There'd be that guy at a booth who mm -hmm. had the bootleg mm -hmm. cut mm -hmm. and, you know, yep. would be selling it for 40 bucks or whatever. And and we haven't and seen any of that. And you would buy it. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> I probably, guilty as charged, ma'am, you know. So, because uh, I just I just love the Justice League of America. I really Me do. Too. And I had been looking forward to this I movie. And, and I wasn't, I mean. It's not all of it. I wasn't. Totally disappointed by the movie, I have to say. I mean, I, I would have preferred something a little bit different, but um, I understand. And, and this is the other thing that I just want to say about this, because uh, Snyder doesn't get had his vision. Well, no, he doesn't. But he had a vision for what this thing was supposed to be. And between um, uh, Man of Steel and Superman versus Batman and Justice League, this was supposed to apparently have been... Uh, the heroic journey Ugh. of uh, at least the Superman character. Mm. And no, uh, I, now, I don't happen to think that no. he knew exactly what he was doing, but he knew what he wanted to do you know, was it with all of this. That was and supposed to be? No, it wasn't Superman. It wasn't anything that resembled the character that had been around from 1938 that was introduced in Action Comics number one. But he knew what he wanted to do. And shame on... I, I, this is the thing. I don't blame him. I really don't blame him because shame on Warner Brothers for having put this guy in charge. And it all goes back to those Christopher Nolan Batman movies yeah. because they made so much money. They're like, Chris Nolan, you have made us money. We're going to put you in charge of this because that's the way old Hollywood you, works. You, you James Rambo, I'm James... I'm going to evoke your name here because you <laughs> called it a couple of years ago on the TV version of this show. Yes. You said Warner yeah. Brothers is old Hollywood. That's all they know how to do is be old Hollywood. But I'm yes. sorry, Emily, no, you had been trying to get Uli, a word in it. I just want to say you essentially just called Batman versus Superman, Spider-Man, turn off the dark. Like you basically, oh. they have this vision of the hero's journey and they're just going to basically throw the comics out in favor of doing whatever the heck yeah. they want to yeah. do. But, and then somebody gets tangled up in the rigging and everybody falls down and it's a terrible mess. Well, yeah, and you have people actually getting hurt yes, <laughs> as a result of what it is they want to yes, do. Now, now, the one thing, though, and I just want to throw this in here, and Roberto will get to you in just a second. Thank I know you've been trying to get in here. But, um, okay, the thing with um, with with uh, Superman versus Batman and uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark and, and these things. <laughs> um, I completely you know, forgot it, about that. It, 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 really? Well, hey, it was really forgettable. I understand the thing migrated to Vegas and uh, really? they may still yeah they oh, they it boy. may they may still be able to put this thing on. 
But um, at least it wasn't Josh Trank's Fantastic Four, where, I mean, he literally, I understand Kate Mara was like, okay, well, let me buy some of the comic books. And he said, oh, you don't read, you don't need to read the comic books. It's got nothing to do with the comic books. And but I'm like, could you Damn. imagine I mean, Batman versus Superman as a musical? Oh, you know something? That would be insane. You know something? Sadly, I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I actually, can't. I hope Superman. that Batman is an opera singer and Superman raps. Okay, that's Ooh. all I'm gonna say. Wow, she is my script. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. You guys are let's, aware let's, that let's, an let, let, let's let Roberto get his word in here. <laughs> no, but you guys are aware. First. All right, you're done. No, I'm just kidding. Actually, Please. there's a Superman musical from the 70s. Oh yeah. my gosh, we're scripting this after the show. We're gonna do Batman versus Superman. It's called It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman. It was a Broadway show in the 1950s. Fairly limited run. Oh, and they could but, easily uh, now rap they that, did, you know? Yeah, well, they, they could. <laughs> now, um, I you may be referring to the ABC yes. uh, version of that. That was a video version of really the stage bad. play. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, it, it, I liked uh, Leslie Ann Warren as Lois Lane. She would have been great, but they, have you seen the costume? No, she would have been terrible. Really? Yeah. No, and let me tell you something. I thought for many years, for many, and this is the value of screen tests, I thought, oh, wow, Leslie Ann Warren would have been perfect in Superman the movie. She would have been perfect. I said that for years up until the 25th anniversary of that movie. I got the 25th anniversary release that has all these additional features. One of the features are screen tests Ooh, from wow, a I bunch of that. actresses. Yeah, well, it's it's fantastic. And I'd say something. So um, among the actresses, because, of course, they had Margot Kidder. They had Leslie Ann Warren. They even had... Um, uh, oh crap! What's her face from the Pink Ladies and uh, Grease? Um, Stocker oh, Channing. Yes. Okay. Stocker Channing. There's one other Which actress who's good. good. Stocker Channing would. Her screen test was the best one. Huh. Let me tell you, Stocker Channing should have been Lois Lane. I, wow. I, I, I buy digress. her as Lois but Lane. Yes. The point is, Leslie Ann Warren's screen test was horrid. <laughs> it was horrid. Aww. I was like, damn. Wow. And I've been pumping you on this thing yeah. for years. She's a good actress. Yes, but she is. Yeah. was wrong for that part. Okay, unless she like just it. had an off day for yeah. that screen Sometimes test. The so. original point yeah. I want to make is basically is that the plan for the sequel for Batman vs. Superman mm -hmm. after Justice League is basically the plot of Injustice that Superman would have turned evil because Lois Lane gets murdered. And the whole point of the storyline mm. would have been that. And it's basically Batman fighting Superman. Uh, and it's like, exactly. It's I'm like, so mad right now. No, I, I mean, I, because one of the biggest problems I had with Man of Steel is that they don't appropriately adapt the story of Lois and Clark nope. because she's supposed to be one of the impetuses in his adult life for him to mm. be a human mm. as opposed to just a hero. And so now they're, they're going to fridge her instead yeah. to make <laughs> him bad. But go. they never yeah. bothered yeah. to use the story of her being a good influence on his life of humanity. Mm. That's the worst. And the oh my god, that's the worst. Oh my well, goodness and, gracious and, me, and that's know, the worst. If anything, they actually <laughs> sort of did the opposite of that because her confession to him in Justice League where oh you wouldn't have been proud of me I wasn't strong while you were gone uh, I'm like damn so basically you're saying she's he's more of a good influence on her than she was on yeah, him yeah that no, I mean, that's it, my yeah, one of yeah. my biggest issues with this that Superman whatever he is is the whole Lois part of it they yeah. they I hate to say they used her character because I don't want anyone to use a character in that sense but every character has a role oh, yeah. and her role mm -hmm. was always a better role 
in the comics and everything. Yes. It was yeah. like yeah. she's a good influence. She teaches him how to respect humanity. I mean, not like he didn't know at all. His yeah. parents mm. teach him, but then when he leaves and goes to the city, yeah. then he gets that from her and from Perry White and from his friends at the at the yeah. paper. And she's one of the biggest influences. I mean, if not the biggest influence of his adult life in humanity. Yes. In, mm. in that aspect. I'll tell you something that... else about her is the Lois Lane character. This this is such a beautiful character. This mm -hmm. this woman. Yeah. I mean, she was one of the first strong women, and especially at the time. I mean, 1938. You know, women were like shrinking and fainting, and all the this broad is sneaking on airplanes, and you I'm know, like you all, the, the, all the way across the studio for saying broad. But, <laughs> but, you know what? No, what else? No, I agree with you. And what else mm. is great is that Lois has developed into a fairly complex character over yeah. over the iteration in which you've seen her, she's been strong, but also had like her own issues, as humans do, as mm -hmm. people do, but still a driven character. Yes. You don't always have to be like strong, like nothing's wrong, but you, you have, if she has a drive and a personality that is very unique and specific to her and goals and stuff, that, I mean, it's a complexity thing. the cool thing, thing about Lois Lane is basically that she works almost, the, the two key personalities basically in Clark's life, Clark Kent's life, besides his parents, mm -hmm. are two humans, mm -hmm. Lex Luthor <laughs> and yeah. Lois Lane. Yeah. And they work as a yin and a yang to each other. That is an interesting observation yeah. about Think Lex about Luthor. Superman, right there. that's the yeah, amazing I mean, thing about yeah. the character. He has the power of a god, and the two principal people on his life are mere mortals, mm -hmm. yeah. with no superpowers whatsoever. But you that's know, true. one of the things that I love, <laughs> and I, I hadn't intended to like go down the Superman rabbit hole in the first half of the show here, but hey, let's all right, let's it's let's fun. do yeah, it. Yeah, weren't we yeah. going to talk about yeah. Disney Plus? Just oh, kidding. we're going to get there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get there. D Disney Plus ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, they're right. just making no, money. But, ka um, ka yeah. uh, but John Burns' take on the character, yeah. and mm. particularly Lex Luthor. Yes. I mean, I loved some of the little twists that he did. I mean, you know, that whole businessman Lex Luthor. And then Luthor, because you nailed it, Roberto, in terms of Superman being this godlike figure. And, you know, Luthor, had, that's why he had him all wrong. He could, Luthor couldn't even conceive that when when the the female side from that Man of Steel miniseries that burned it, when yeah. the female scientist came to him, it was like he's really Clark Kent, and he's like, "Get out of here! You're fired! Don't be ridiculous! <laughs> Such powers made to be used all the time. He would never hide in the guise of a human." I mean, he just couldn't even he couldn't even stretch his imagination as brilliant as he was to mm -hmm. conceive that this guy would want to be mortal. I mean, yeah, that yeah. was just, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. And that's why and I that was love, an important part of his character. One of the mm. things I love that DC Comics did is the whole idea of him being a father. And I think that's a good evolution for the character, specifically on the concept of Jonathan Kent. Mm. I really think that if you stop to think about what Superman represents on the pantheon of superheroes, it always has been the parent, the dad-like figure. Well, he's, yeah, the big blue boy scout, you know, yes. he's looking out for everybody. You know what else is really interesting about this conversation is we're essentially in some ways saying that what keeps Superman human is his desire not to be alone. Yes. Because, hmm. you know, his if, if he could be the all-powerful god. But why? But if so, who is going to want to you know, be with him and spend time with him and, and, and mm -hmm. have a life with him, mm -hmm. whether as a friend yeah. or a family member or, you know, a spouse or whatever. 
And so his his desire not to be alone drives him to yep. be more human, whereas Luther doesn't care. <laughs> he's a human who doesn't care he's if he ready, has yeah. love no, or anything not, like that. He just wants power. Yeah. And he yes. kind of basks in being alone but above everybody. Yeah, and it's such an interesting adoration. switch. He mm. wants Superman's power because he wants to be above everybody. Yeah. And Superman wants to be one of the guys, so but, to speak. But yeah. Yeah. no reflection yeah. on our current political situation at all. <laughs> <laughs> Funny that you mentioned that John Byrne does admit that when he did Man of Steel, the influence for Lex Luthor is certain person that we know very well. Who does not? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Oh, yes. But the cool thing, the difference is that Lex Luthor is a kind of character that can issue checks about stuff, and he can actually cash in. In other words, he has the intellect for real. He has the the. All the stuff he says he can do, yeah, he can do it. He's smart enough to be legitimately dangerous. Well, Luther could be a a really important force for good if he ever wanted to be a good person. He knows it, Right, like that's, you know, he doesn't, he's not like someone who has no talent, no assets, no No. resources. He's someone who's, who could be powerful for good. I will will tell you, I think the best interpretation of Luther I've seen in a long time is John Cryer on Supergirl. Really? He was amazing. He was very good. And he's mm-hmm. just played, played Luther as so cold and has so many schemes within schemes, all of them going at the same time. And some of them may not work, but the ones that will, they pay off big. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and look at Supergirl. It's been really interesting. I, I have to confess, him. I am behind yeah. on Supergirl. So, but I have DC Universe and all that thing and you you know, Netflix. So. Look, up, look, up, yeah. look up Supergirl it's last season. Max now. Well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure, all I'm the sure streaming the WB services. still we'll talk has about some that, of right? that available. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I did um, want to pivot back when we, uh, when we get back to talking a little bit about this um, Superman and Lois Lane as parents. I think that's an interesting dynamic, and of course, that's going to be the focus of the new uh, Superman and Lois series that's being developed right now that's by the CW. Idea. But uh, yes, but of course, that musical cue means that it's time for us to take a short break because, of course, Fantastic Forum is coming to you via WERA. FM in Arlington. We're a community radio station. That means, among other things, that we rely on you, our listeners, for the continued operation of the station. Also means this is a place where you can get involved. You want to have a radio show? Eh, Maybe you can. You want to get trained? Definitely. You want to be a part of what's going on? Absolutely. We'd love to have you visit the website at WERA.FM find out all about us so we're going to step aside momentarily while we acknowledge uh, some of our valued underwriters we're also going to take the opportunity to promote some of the other wonderful WERA programs coming up later tonight but stick around because as you might have imagined there's a lot more fantastic forum coming your way right after this And welcome back to the Fantastic Forum here on WERA 96.7 FM, Radio Arlington. We are your community radio station. I'm Ulysses E. Campbell. I'm joined this afternoon in studio by Drew Bittner, Roberto Ortiz, and the ever-fabulous and wonderful Emily Witten. And uh, we're talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, I, I'm not going to say... Well, I, you know, I guess we will... Super. I, I, well, I'm going <laughs> to tease that we will ultimately get to some Disney Plus here. Um, I, I want to continue 
this uh, shockingly scintillating conversation that we were having, though, about uh, Superman that actually began with our speculation regarding the potential existence of the so-called Snyder Cut. That would be Zack Snyder's edited version of the movie Justice League, which, uh, of course, uh, due to tragedy that struck his life, he was compelled to step aside. Josh Whedon came in, riding on his white horse to save the day, and, um, you know, the rest is history. Now, I happen to think that uh, what Josh Whedon was doing was good, but Zack Snyder had a flawed vision for what he wanted to do. Uh, Would have been interesting to see uh, how all that unfolded, but uh, Roberto, in the first half of the show, you had mentioned uh, the uh, well, the the what DC has done with the characters, and this is Superman and Lois because they are inexorably linked. Oh, I, I, before I get to that, I do want to because um, Emily, you had started uh, during some of the stuff you were saying. I was trying to remember where I was going, and then I forgot, and so I couldn't. Yeah, but I just remembered, and um, this whole and it's part of that flawed version thing because. Um, the idea the, of what they did with that, uh, what was that video game you were just talking about? Injustice. Injustice, mm-hmm. yes, which a lot of people love. Mm-hmm. And um, But it also goes to this notion of Superman being boring or being difficult to write. Which is nonsense. And, no, exactly. And, and the points, right. Exactly. And the points mm-hmm. you were making, M, uh, actually highlight that. Because this mm-hmm. is a very complex character. Yeah. Uh, the fact that he has these godlike powers and yet identifies uh, with these Midwestern values right. makes him actually extremely interesting. So uh, it, it's just... Uh, lazy writers or people who don't really understand the nature of the character. Which brings me back to Injustice, because uh, this whole business of, oh yeah, you know, absent Lois Lane, he's a killer! He would go off the deep end, you know? And um, I have never... His parents would be so disappointed. Yeah, Mm -hmm. well, I've... He would be more like the Kingdom Come Superman. That's he would yeah. be disappointed with everybody. Yeah. Now he trail of yeah. Now he might kill one person. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that would be the person responsible for Lois's demise, i.e. Kingdom Come. I mean, because they referenced I think it was the Joker yeah. uh, who had killed her, and uh, you know, the Joker does not appear. <laughs> I mean, you're like, oh, wait, you know? I mean, and, uh, it was pretty Joker, clear. Crickets. Yeah, you know? I mean, and you see everybody else, basically. It's everybody like, oh, else. Oh, yeah, I would remember like, what yeah. happened. La, 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 yeah, they, and they don't specifically <laughs> say that this is what he did, but every reference implies very strongly that uh, there was something extremely final in terms of what happened with the Joker. So you could see him doing that, but that whole business of, oh, he's gone off the deep end. And and that was one of the things that troubled me, because that hung around, actually, in Justice League. They had that scene uh, with Ezra Miller's Flash, where he's like, you were right about him, Bruce! You were always right about him! And all this, it's like, oh, come on. I mean, that sort of half-assed reference to Crisis on Infinite Earth. It's so Snyderish. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it was just... It's so Snyderish. I mean, you know, and for those of you who aren't familiar with this, there's a famous scene in the Crisis on Infinite Earths uh, miniseries where um, the Flash, actually, as he is destroying the Monitor's antimatter cannon, he's going back through time, and he sees Batman in the Batcave, and uh, it's a very uh, poignant and emotional uh, sequence and, uh, you know, foreshadows the demise of the Flash in, uh, if I'm not mistaken, issue 8 
of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yes. But anyway, so, um, but yeah, this whole business, it's another layer of complexity that DC has added. Now, I'm a little behind, and I admitted that, again, talking to my kid last night, because the last thing I saw was when Zod's son was with Lois and Clark, and they were raising him as their own, but that didn't last. He ended up going back to the Phantom Zone or whatever. Oh, this no, new this is, kid this is, this is their kid, this exactly. Kid. This yeah, John exactly. Yes. Yeah, John, John so, is their son. Yeah, exactly. So, But I liked when it was, oh, we got Zod's kid, you know, and, yeah. and I don't think they knew it was Zod's kid initially, and I forget that stuff would happen. Yeah, but, but, Zod. Yeah, but the idea was... Oh, we're going to make them parents. And but that, anytime they, they throw that in, because I love that, even yeah. with, with uh, Michael Dorn as Lieutenant Worf on Star Trek The Next Generation, when they decided to make Worf a single parent on Star Trek The Next Generation, and I thought that was that great good. with the introduction. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, kind hey, of, look, kind of I mean, you know, I, 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 as a parent, you know it is an experiment. <laughs> the whole thing is nothing but an experiment, and we just hope that they turn out well enough that uh, they'll take care of us in our old age, but um, I digress. So, I, but I love this. I mean, and you're right; it adds a layer of complexity to them. And this is what they're going to explore uh, in this new Superman and Lois. And thing, so, from the point know? of view of the kid, you—if you're a ten-year-old and you realize, my dad's Superman, oh my god—and think about it from the point of view of a kid realizing that he already thinks his parents are awesome. And then one day realizing, not only I, my dad is Superman, they're telling me because my powers are going to start developing. I, I got to throw something in here, and this is going to yeah. be a, it's a little publicity spot, but gosh, the new Love and Capes by Tom Zoller <laughs> deals with this issue as well. No, seriously, actually, the, the new Love and Capes is called The Family Way, and it's, and it's yeah. about it's what good. happens when they have kids and yeah. the kids... Yeah. You know, and so I'm like, hmm, this sounds like something else that's ha- coming out right now. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know who also... I've been reading it, you guys, shockingly. So. Ironically, yeah, you know who's also handling well the concept of kids <laughs> and superheroes? Uh, I love what they're doing in Watchmen, in HBO, with the whole concept of the Knight's sis- uh, sister that, being a mother. That, that's sister that's yeah. another show. <laughs> We're not talking about Watchmen but, today. Well, the cool We're thing talking is about all the dark shows before we go to Disney. What's going yeah. on here? Well, and you <laughs> know, the funny the thing about Watchmen was that Zack Snyder did a good job with that based on the mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. You know, those were superheroes with feet of clay, and that was right in his wheelhouse. Nice. But know? Superman yeah, is not true. a dark character. No, not at all. And not you know what's all. annoying mm-hmm. about that? That people are telling me, I swear to you online, Ah, oh, Superman is being a social justice warrior, blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> do you realize that he fought the freaking KKK in the 1930s? Superman has always been a social justice warrior. Yes. Indeed. Like, Superman and Captain always. America could get together and they could punch <laughs> Nazis and fight the KKK. Yes. And it would be like, yeah. that's totally in character. That's what they do. Exactly. You can't start being mad at it now if you liked them before. Well, and <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned um, Captain America, because when you were uh, talking a little while ago, Emma, about... Uh, Superman and they, that whole being a father figure, that's the other person yes. that pops into my oh, mind. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, of all the superheroes that can, son, da da da, you know, I mean, yeah, Captain yeah. America calls people son all the time. You know, I what, that I, was great. what I love about them is they're very different characters, but they are their counterparts in the Marvel DC yeah. yes. universe. Like, yes. they're not the same thing, but, they're, but their uh, spirit is very similar. And yes. I, like, it, I enjoy that. They're the like moral centers of both the universes. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to know who basically is doing the right thing just ask them yeah yeah well and i think it's very noteworthy that in that uh wonderful justice league avengers team up 
that came out a number of years ago. Superman was worthy, so he could lift <laughs> Thor's hammer. I, yeah. I mean, that you, was mean, like, uh, you mean Captain America was worthy, right? Oh, Captain America no, was worthy Superman, too, but Superman, Superman, Superman was my yes, Yeah, in, was, in, in fact, there's Wait, a, which one are we talking about? JLA Avengers. He, oh, uh, yeah. oh, sorry, George sorry. Perez, this was a crossover one. I yeah, thought you were yeah. talking... Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, I was like, fact, what did I miss here? Oh, yeah. That, I missed fact, that part. That sorry, was, guys. That was the crossover, Superman, and Justice League Avengers. I mean, shockingly, I haven't seen everything that ever happened in the comics world, because sometimes I need to sleep, but... You know what? That is cool. Why Superman is such a great character? Look how he fits in the Trinity in DC comics in terms of he's like the perfect counterbalance between Wonder Woman and Batman and how Batman basically as a character is nihilism incarnate but he respects the idealism of Superman and Wonder Woman is more like why do you know why I don't have bad guys right because I keep killing them left and right uh, and I'm okay with that well I don't get it what's wrong with you <laughs> you know I, I was getting ready to say actually Wonder Woman is sort of the bridge between in some ways between Superman and Batman or I don't know maybe even Batman is more of the bridge because <laughs> I think that Superman is the ideal, idealist, Batman is the cynic, and Wonder Woman is the pragmatist. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're absolutely right about that. Okay, but I she's kill a you. Very, you know, but one of the things that I love about Wonder Woman is she is a much more loving person than either Superman or Batman. You know? Yeah. And, if you, and if you are deserving, she might give you a hug and a kiss, you know? I mean, but or if you're deserving... But you care about people. Yeah, exactly. But she might put you six right. feet under if you're not careful. Yeah, well, if, I mean, she, if she determines there's no other way, you know? But, it, but there's going to be a cost to her. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, like, wow, I really wish you hadn't made me kill you. Like, you, would, you, would, you would you kill Max Ward? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, and there was look, nothing else to do. The yeah. thing is, she's from mm. a warrior society. Batman yeah, yeah. and mm. Superman are both lone people, whatever Superman's yeah. heritage is. He grew mm -hmm. up, you know, in a specific, you know, outlook, and she was raised as a warrior. So mm -hmm. she has a different outlook about but, that. But she also lived in a culture that's very comfortable with being self-expressive. Yeah, being, yeah. Sure, expressing, that's true. Expressing yeah. love, expressing likes, expressing hates, expressing yourself. Well, you know, loving, fighting, all these things can can be part of who you are. We're straying far enough away from this whole Snyder <laughs> cut Are thing we going to talk about Disney at some point? <laughs> yeah, as a matter of fact. That, that's, really that's, that's, that, is, that is where I, I was saying the Mandalorian, too. guys. <laughs> well, but you know, there's a lot more to Disney Plus than the Mandalorian. I know. You know? I just and got it. This was the same thing. It's been blowing up my videos on social media because, I mean, and they had a problem when the thing first launched because it was a crashing. lot of people yeah it was crashing people yeah. couldn't get on it yeah. and everybody is talking about it's like it's it, this is the greatest day of my life you know and all this and i'm like wow that's for netflix but, they're but like oh my god all these other streaming services can i tell you this yeah. is the thing i knew mm -hmm. disney plus was coming out i knew it would be awesome because it have all kinds of disney stuff but i was like i pay for five million streaming services uh whatever and then tom told me that if you're a verizon unlimited user you can get it for a year for free oh, yeah. really? which i just yeah. did this morning <laughs> and then there i looked go. at it mm -hmm. and it is pretty much like rolling around in a field of your favorite flowers because <laughs> it's all the disney things and all the pixar things and the marvel things and the star wars things and for some reason that i just didn't realize they were connected but i did i guess that's awesome national geographic yes yeah. so yeah. you can get your mm -hmm. nature things too yeah so yeah. i'm like super excited now that i actually have it and it's free for a year and and, and baby yeah. yoda 
and they do some they do some great well, deep cuts too. Well, whatever the species Yoda comes was, from, which people have been googling is now. Yoda. Yoda is the only one, and then they're all like well, Yoda. The only one so we've is, seen. No, I'm yeah. just saying. So this is yeah. baby Yoda, and then there could be like I don't know, sister Yoda, and the, but they're all Yodas, you know. It and takes, Yoda every was Yoda years Prime, they hatch. Yoda Prime, and then baby Yoda, and whatever. Yeah. See, well, but it's well, so, I, oh my god, so I was actually going to talk more about Disney Plus and its impact on the society and the culture, but we can talk a little bit about the Mandalorian. I mean, can't if you guys want to do this, fun with it, man. I've Come on, no, we can't. We it. have to look at the overall implications of uh, this. No, okay. I'm you very have a excited fun, because yeah. you mm-hmm. can now watch all the Pixar shorts that yes. are. No, I mean, yeah. I'm not all yeah. of them necessarily, but but there are a number of them on there. So like, I saw Bow before one of the theater openings. Uh-huh. I forget yeah. which movie it was, and I really liked oh, it. And I, I was like, I don't know where to find that. And now everything straight away. Oh well, the little baby. But I, you know, and so they've got all the Pixar shorts, and they've got the Disney shorts, and then they've got like spark shorts. Yes, the spark shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen them all yet because Um, I just got it this morning. We watched watched Float, and Float. I want to watch that. That's on my. I already added it to my ad list, but then I realized that there's no point in an ad list because I just want to watch everything, and I'm finally gonna like sit down and watch Avatar, which I've still never seen because I don't care that much. But now it's on my streaming service. No, I've been on the ride. I've been to the land. I do not care. I know. I'm sitting in the theater, 15 minutes in. I'm looking at my watch because it's free now, and I can watch. Go. While I do yeah, my yes. laundry on exactly. my couch. There you, you go, know, which is about like, the time you want to watch it. You'll be like, visually stunning, my face. but uh, yet another film where, calories. like, oh, this 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 white guy is like, but he's a better indigenous guy than the indigenous yeah, guys. But You've seen this movie a thousand times. Is, yeah. My point Going is, back to everything on that app is something I will watch. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Like, everything. Because and on top it's of great. it, it's free. It's, and it's free for me for a year. So I am now a convert, whereas yesterday I was like, eh, I'll check it out. You know, and now I'm like, I look through the list and I'm like, this is amazing. I'm never leaving my home this, again. This and people keep coming over to visit me. How, how, bad is, how bad mm-hmm. is this for Netflix? You know what, though? There's still stuff on Netflix that I like, and there will be more stuff on Netflix that I like, and Netflix mm-hmm. has, look, I like the dark shows, too, and I don't mean Justice League, Batman vs. Superman Dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, person of interest. I'm, I have Black Mirror on my list. I haven't seen it yet, but I have it. I like the crime shows. Mindhunter is fascinating. Speaking of wondering what your child is going to grow up like if you've seen season <laughs> two. Um, so I like the dark shows and I and Netflix doesn't just have dark shows. It has lots of cartoons and different stuff. And it has. I'm watching Full Metal Alchemist right now, which I have yeah. been meaning to watch yeah. forever. And now well, I'm in the middle of it. Yeah. But the so point it's not going to kill is, it. No, but it, Netflix was in trouble already. They had fewer renewals and they've lost a lot of subscribers. I mean, mm-hmm. to answer your question, Roberto, this is bad. I mean, this is bad for Netflix. It's, it is bad. It's bad. It's bad for it all these true. other I'm streaming services. I'm going to roll around services. in that field of flowers that is called Disney Plus there for a go. while now. Yeah. So and yeah. Disney yeah, is going to make a ton more money off yes, of this thing. Are. And, and the all other, these the other, Marvel films being gathered there, all the Pixar stuff, And they're forcing said, people to watch the, them, too. The Marvel stuff that is on Netflix, yeah. they're telling, if you oh, watch this stuff, you're going to be lost. Oh, yeah, now, right. But yeah, oh maybe yeah. I can watch mm-hmm. everything in a year, and then when it comes time, I'd have to pay. I can just be like, oh, I've seen it all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, well, probably maybe, not going to happen, maybe guys. Maybe you can get time to pay a- another, for it. Another, <laughs> another thing, why would I do that? Another thing worth saying well, is why that not? You know, with, with <laughs> streaming services, there's there's only so much pie to go around. Yep, this it's, is true. It's a limited, yeah. it's a limited mm-hmm. thing, and people yeah. will only pay so much for these streaming services. Like, are you going to really pay for... 
you know, Netflix and TV Hulu and Disney Plus and... I mean, hence CBS. my attitude literally yesterday before I got it for free and looked yeah. at it and went, ooh. Absolutely. You know? and, and there are some that are going to be better like, yeah, I'll like, check it out. CBS, CBS All Access has some things to recommend it. That's but, true. But I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only have it for Discovery. So, so there's that. Actually, so, CBS <laughs> is going to get better because like of their though. partnership mm-hmm. with Paramount Pictures. They're going to get access to the whole library of Paramount Pictures. Which mm-hmm. which is a good thing for for CBS All Access. But I, things, I will like, plug the triple short on uh, Trek. What is it? Short Tracks. The short tracks. <laughs> oh, the triple <laughs> one is so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But, but, the know, thing, but the thing is, there's only, there's only so many streaming services anyone, anyone's going to get. So... Yeah. True. Yeah. Maybe. No, I, I just want to say you're absolutely right. I I was. I mean, you know, I I'm thinking. See, because my kid pays for um, DC Universe. Mm-hmm. You know, but but and he's you know, but he lives there and stuff. You know, I'm thinking. Oh wait, Tom's in and out. You know, maybe he wants to watch my, some my of this parents, stuff. My know? parents are on my Netflix. Uh, um, oh. Thing. Oh. Yeah. oh. Like no, I gave it to them for Christmas one year and they liked it, but then oh, at some okay. point it was time to renew and they were like, well, we like it, but we've seen all the Perry Masons and I was like. <laughs> seen this other thing like the good place here you yeah. can just use Keep mine because oh, okay. i want to you, sure you want to say this in the place, air you know i'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> shoving them towards the tv going yeah. this is a really good show i want you to watch I know, it I, I so i can talk to you about it and we can relate over good place you know so but i so i just put them on my network so you know yeah. like yeah so i do, well, we do right. care that's, services yeah. i mean yeah that's a different thing though but i was i was out of line i shouldn't even say that i apologize <laughs> so um yeah disney plus Going to make a ton of money yes. for Disney, yeah. um, you yeah. know. But is this it, it, like you were saying? Am you like, and I knew you were kind of being facetious, but there are going to be a bunch of people that never leave their house now. Oh yeah. What well, you think I, I was mean, kidding? Is- I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I did this morning? I sat and I watched two straight episodes of The Mandalorian uh, while I sewed things on to my couch. It's the life And the reason is because there were only two available. Disney Plus and chill, I guess. Oh, my God. No, I watched, I watched the first step. I mean, I know. The, for those of you who are friends with me, I know I said today, watching The Mandalorian, I totally lied. I watched it on Thursday. <laughs> but um, I wanted to, I wanted to com- yeah, I wanted to comment on it. You know, it was what it was. And uh, then my kid told me, yeah, he watched the first two episodes. I was like, wait, there's another episode? And he said, yeah, no, it drops on Fridays. Today. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. It drops yeah. On Fridays, so yeah. I thought there so. was only one, and then I was like, oh, I can watch both of them before the show. Yes. I will say one thing about Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, the Yoda puppet baby thing, whatever it is, is adorable and is the reason to watch. And by the end of the first episode, <laughs> you've figured out that, okay, this is a buddy uh, adventure of Baby Yoda and the Mandalorian. Long Wolf and, and Cop. What? Lone Wolf and Cub. Yes, yeah. exactly. It is. It is. It's Lone Wolf and Cub. And if they and if they break that up, I'm gonna be like, and throw my fake that. popcorn at the TV. But what else I'll say about Disney Plus is I'm at least as excited to rewatch The Little Mermaid for the first time since I think I saw it in theaters at oh, like wow. seven years old or something. Oh, like yeah. they, they brought stuff out of the vault. Yeah. And yeah. that's really cool. And then they have the shorts. So it's not just about the Mandalorian or whatever original stuff oh, they're doing, yeah. which is cool. No, it's it's but the I'm totality at least as excited about Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. I'm the all, people who've been watching And the how old easy it Mickey is to Mouse find it all in shorts, one place. You know? And mm-hmm. to get, if you want to watch all your Marvel stuff, or like if you really want to uh, finally sit down and watch every freaking Star Wars thing they've ever done, which maybe <laughs> I'll do someday. People keep telling me, oh, you have to see all the peripheral stuff. And I'm like, I'll get there. But, but I'm, yeah. I'm excited, but I'm excited about the fact it. they have two out of three of Kurt Russell's Dexter Riley movies. Wow. But they Teen don't have. From the early 70s. I look they for don't this have, specifically. Now you see, now you don't. The, they, they don't, don't have, have the one. Star Wars Wait, Christmas so, special. No, okay. I looked specifically. Hey, it is not there. Get 
that one in joke about that because there was the the guy that the Mandalorian oh, grabbed. Yeah, he was like, uh, yeah, I was um, hoping to be home by Life Day. I was like, you know what? I had literally just looked up to see if they had it on there before <laughs> before that joke came up, and I was like, oh my gosh. But the funny thing is, they have yeah. like the history of kind of bit, yeah. and it's not in there. It is so bad that well, they didn't even put it look, on Disney look, Plus. Look, I, I think I, that's I, so funny. Two two things. Okay, one <laughs> so is. Funny. There's no reason for anybody to look at that anymore. I mean, I know, you know, you younger people, Drew, you may be, because you you got to remember when that thing came out. That was our first, no, that was our first look at those characters since Star Wars. Yes. And when it came out, you were hungry for it. And it didn't matter that it had B. Arthur and all this stupid stuff in it, because you were hungry for it. It was the first look at Boba Fett and, and a bunch of stuff, you, you know? I yeah. missed it because we had a power outage that night. Oh, so I didn't dude, see it. Wow. I saw it. I saw part of it is, on a TV at Mark Nathan's store in uh, the Baltimore area, his comics yeah. store, when yeah, yeah, we were at but, Free Comic Book Day yeah, yeah, with but the no point sound. Is, yeah, but the point <laughs> is, there's terrible. no reason for wow. anybody to watch terrible. this today. Wow. Yeah, but then that's not. my point. There's no reason for anybody to watch well, this today. it's like you watch The Room. You get together with a bunch well, of friends. For, you, for, you know, but, but not for this. This served a very specific purpose. It's very decent. First appearance of Boba Fett. So that's what you get. a very specific purpose that does no longer exist. Yes. The other things that I want to say before we're completely purpose, out of time, really? it was reintroducing people to the characters, uh, showing you the characters again, yeah. because there was only Star Wars. Yes. I thought it was you know? just to I entertain mean, was, the people that made it while they were possibly drunk. involved in substance abuse. Hey, possibly that too. It was the 70s. Yeah, now, the, 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 the only was. things that Everyone. bugged me about the Mandalorian were... Um, okay, so we knew that Yoda's species was long-lived. I thought they matured quicker than evidently they do. <laughs> and how um, the Mandalorian was keeping people in carbonite. That didn't bother me as much, though, because that seemed like an incredible innovation that Boba Fett had. Because <laughs> my impression was he was just going to slap some uh, manacles on Han and take him. But, you know, Vader wanted to test the carbonite thing, because that's how he wanted to transport yeah. Luke. Yeah. Uh -huh. And so he's, we'll test it on Captain Solo. And, you know, Boba Fett is like, hey, Dag, this thing is pretty cool. <laughs> you know, let's, let's keep doing that. So, anyway, look, that's um, all the time we have. <laughs> we have just, we've just run through this episode. But, uh, hey, real quick. Listeners, you wanna, we're sorry. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> real quick, I mean, more. everybody is into stuff. Uh, in fact, Emily is still... It, in fact, I think you're working on more. Oh yeah, of book the, two of the underfoot. There you go, yep. the underfoot. It's in, it's in the writing and, and art process right now. We're working on a cover there for the next go, book. You Very know. exciting. I'm and, super and, excited. And call out a website where people can get the underfoot. Oh, um, you can go to Lion Forge and search for the underfoot, and mm -hmm. you can also just go to Emily E S S E the Emily E S S E dot com, and it has links. There you go. All right. Hey, uh, Roberto and Drew. I'm afraid you're gonna have to like. You're going to have to go to the Fantastic Forum webpage to find Aww. out about them because we're almost out of time and I still got to plug the website, fantasticforum.tv. I got to thank my guests for being here. I got to tell you that if you're in the Arlington area, you can see the TV version Saturday and Sunday nights on Arlington Independent Media, Comcast, Channel 69, Verizon Files, Channel 38 um, uh, at 8 p.m. Uh, each night. You can also catch the re-air of this show each and every Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. right here on WERA. And uh, that's basically what I got. So thanks so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend. And come back again next week. Same bat time, same bat station. <laughs>